dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Yup, we back at it again. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. The birthday guy. Yeah, man. Today's the big three, four. Ooh. Out here, Paul piercing it up. <laughs> Happy birthday, my G. Appreciate you. You got anything planned? Man, I'm light. I ain't doing too much. I'm, uh... Enjoying just being being around mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. So uh, breakfast this morning, wife wife put some things together, so that was dope. And then uh, yesterday, my mom did my my, my T bone steak on the grill <laughs> with the fresh veggies. Yeah, I seen you went to pick up yeah. your food on Snap. <laughs> yeah, I went to this market get some fresh. You know, every year she she always want to throw throw down some you know fresh corn, fresh green beans. Her mac and cheese that she's famous for. And if you, you ever came yes. to the in-between, mom used to make that mac and cheese for her. So she, all that with the steak is a mighty fine summer meal. Slice Some sliced tomatoes. So we was just chilling out yesterday with the fam. Uh, some people came over and saw the baby. Dope. So we was just chilling out this weekend. I wanted to go to Top Golf, man. Top Golf opened down in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of that place. It's a, for those that don't know, it's... Yes, it's golf oriented, but so is bowling. So it's like you don't have to be the best bowler to have fun going bowling. Right. Top golf is designed to where if you are able to hit a ball on on, on a tee, however you see fit, <laughs> you know you'll be able to have fun and score points. And it's it's, it's, it's golf oriented, but it's like an adult Dave and Buster's. Dope, dope. dope. So wanted to go there this weekend, but I'm off for the next couple of weeks. So what's the <laughs> rush? You know, I can hit a Tuesday afternoon when it's light and have a good time. So. Oh man, but uh, no, you said you was off because you know you guys got the new new family member, baby. Yes, baby. But that time three. running fast, ain't it? Man, uh, we were just talking about that this weekend. It's like I, I told her this morning. I, I still wake up at six thirty, you know, seven o'clock, no matter what. And I'm sitting there, and she was you know feeding the baby, and I'm like, it's Sunday, and I feel like I should be mad as fuck that it's about to be Monday again. <laughs> But I ain't got shit to do on Monday. But I still want to be mad at it Sunday. Like, in my mind, like, I, I woke up like, tomorrow Monday, you know, it's like, got to go here and make some errands. Like, I ain't got nothing to do on Monday but make a few little errands. I ain't got to go to work, so what am I complaining for? But I woke up this morning like, ah, tomorrow's Monday. You know, Man, so, yeah, listen. Time flies. Listen, I got to go to work tomorrow, <laughs> so uh, I'll be mad for you. <laughs> Even though I love my job, it's still like. That's just how we season, <sighs> though. We season to be like, ah. Back to the grind on Monday. To you know, that it's like, grind, bro. No matter if you off or not, if you a person with goals, that's how you feel on Sunday. You know, <laughs> bottom line. So, absolutely, shoot, man. I wanted to touch a couple topics with you, man. I can say the good one for last, though, oh, yeah. man. But first thing that came to mind was a uh, bow wow, bow bow Weezy, Columbus <laughs> finest, my mixed brethren. <laughs> <laughs> so, if for people that's unaware, man, bow wow said. He can't relate to politics and the Black Lives Movement because he's mixed and that he wasn't voting. My first reaction to that, that he wasn't voting because he said he knows how politics work and everything like that. It's your right not to vote. You know, everybody has the right to and not to vote. So that's cool. Whatever. But when he said, I'm mixed, I ain't got no dog in the fight. I really kind of was like, huh? That's the total opposite coming from somebody that's mixed. <laughs> you know, you all, my, this is how I joke with most of these matters. Yes, it comes off as a joke and kind of funny, but it's really how I feel. Um, well, not all the time, but most of the time. The thing that I say about stuff is I'll say, you know, half of me is offended. <laughs> half of me thinks that's hilarious. You know, like half of me is shocked you said that. You know, like just playing that card of being half, but it's like, one half is still supporting, you know, whichever side I'm playfully playing on. Like, yeah, I wear sandals with no socks and go go to the store. <laughs> yes, I wear shorts in December with a with a sweater going into the store. Like, yes, I have some white some white some white things that I do 
And a lot of people joke me for it, and it's like, hey, that's how I was raised. I'm I'm sorry, I can't I can't fake the fake the funk here. So, whether well, whatever it is, I'm supporting something or the other. So it's like for him to say he he don't have nothing to say. It's like, well, either support one or support the other, you know. But you should be able to still support something. You, be saying saying you're mixed and that you're not supporting anything. It's like that doesn't make no sense. Yeah, and he mentioned something about you know one of his Twitter followers asked him. Uh, man, your ancestors fought for this right to vote. Uh, didn't you see the movie Selma? He's like, yeah, I saw Selma. Uh, I wasn't related to none of them people. <laughs> like, but you're missing the point, exactly. sir. Exactly. Somebody, like, we're all mixed with something. Exactly. Like, unless you came over on the boat, right? You've you been, fresh yes. from Africa. You mixed with something. I'm mixed with something. Everybody's mixed with something. Right. No, I'm not 100. <laughs> percent you ain't African. the you ain't the first bone quisha to, right. to mix with Marcus. You know, like, <laughs> like come, come on now. Yeah, man, I, I found that offensive to be honest, man. It's like you know, I know guys that um aren't voting because they feel like man, it's a lost cause or it may not be. Um, they're not Hillary supporters. They're big Bernie Sanders as well as myself. Really? I was a big Bernie Sanders uh, supporter, and they feel like man, like. They don't trust Hillary and they damn sure don't trust Trump. So kind of really sitting it out like, man, yeah. I I don't think that's the right thing to do. But, you know, they have their own reasons. Right. But to say you don't have a dog in the fight because you mixed and you you not 100 percent black is just stupid to me. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like it doesn't. It's, it's hard to even like when people say that stuff, I wonder like the next morning, do they wake up and be like, did I, did I fuck that up? Like, Or, or do they really stick by their guns? Like. Fuck that! I ain't got you know. Like, like, do they fight for that? Like, I think he's <laughs> so entrenched in it now, man, to making these these comments that he's got to like stick by his guns or you know, or look real next stupid, time he yeah. next time he does an interview, like, oh man, it's Twitter, so it was taken out of context. You only got so many characters, you can't get everything you want out in a tweet. Yeah, that's, I mean, I think that type of stuff affects but, you. But Bow always been this like snotty little brat, low key, because. I got a story about Bow Wow when he came. This is this is actually a nice little segue, but not really a segue. The Hair Arena's closing in our in our town. This has right. been around for like sixty years, has a great history of holding numerous concerts and you know, just all types of events for the city for decades. But I can remember Bow Wow coming to the Hair Arena. And, no, wait, I'm sorry, it was Rice State. Mm-hmm. I apologize. It was Rice State. Bow Wow wouldn't be caught dead yeah. in the Hair Arena. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was I'm I'm confusing that with the Lil Wayne concert, ah, but yes, but uh, I was at that Wayne concert. I I can remember people telling me like they had like the backstage passes or whatever, and he was getting off the bus, and people trying to take pictures with him, and he like no, kind of snotty. Then coming back on the bus after the concert, the same thing, except he got like real vocal with people, like shut up, bitch, you suck my, you know, like on some like he like 16, like 15, wow. 16, just wilding out, like. So I can just remember hearing people talk about that at a young age. Like he's always been that has that little like Columbus short fuse. Yeah, but think <laughs> about it. He's been in the spotlight since what Jenny Juice video. Like That's I don't crazy. know how old he was. Let's just call it nine years old. So he's been famous since he was nine years old, was, and he's twenty. I have an eight year old, so that's crazy to me. Like. <laughs> Starting next year, kid, you're famous. Like, no. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> yeah, like, that's crazy. So you might have basically been having people kiss your ass and do everything you wanted them to do for damn near 20 years. Yeah. Even if you was in the bottom of the barrel of what celebrities get paid, over that amount of time, you should have enough money stacked up to live a comfortable life how you want to live it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he, I think he affords sometimes that opportunity, like, I can say what the fuck I want. What's going to happen? Like. At the end of the day. I mean, CSI did just get canceled. I mean, <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Like, like, he might start depleting that at a young age. That's I, what I'm saying. I didn't say it was going to last forever, but I, he, he should have a nice stash to where if he continued to work on like CS, you know, something something B class. Yeah. You know, just ride the wave out. Hey, man. I, it's always funny to see celebrities, childhood celebrities, when they get older and see what happens to them. I mean, shoot. Uh, you think about what was dude's name on Different Strokes? Was it on not um, Chris Bridges? Oh, um, his last name was Bridges. Yeah, uh, was uh, 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 y'all know it? Willis, the older one, whatever his name was. I know Ty he, Bridges. Ty Bridges. Yeah, yeah, he was coked out. 
<laughs> I mean, shoot, you look at Britney Spears, she wild out, shaved her head. You know, I wonder how that is to be famous at a young age, to everybody kissing your ass, freaking mamas look at sleeping the Olsen with twins. managers to get their kids to get autographs and stuff like that. Look at the Olsen twins, man. Like my my daughters right now is funny because they're in the age late night. They want to watch Full House, you know, mm. the last couple of, you know hours before the TV off. Yesterday, my mom's was just sitting there with the baby. We two or three episodes in, and I'm just sitting back like, <laughs> this was Friday night. Yeah, like popcorn, everybody happy. It's like a this this isn't like rerun Saturday night. You know, with the kids, I don't even like they're just now picking up on it. So she's hit me with the cut it out and <laughs> how rude. And like she's she's at that age, so it's funny to like relive that with your kid. But it doesn't. I don't. It, I don't. I don't know, man. Your it's, little baby. About yeah, to be man. Famous. It's like to be making all to be, types of money. To be to, just to be like from that to like people at the door when you coming home. People calling your phone all day long. People. You know, wanting the you trying to figure out who you can trust, who you can't, mm. who trying to get in your pockets for them set. Like from that, ha- from that happiness to like you might have some dough now and pull up an expedition. I mean, I mean Escalade, <laughs> but but uh, I don't know if I would want that. Not not for no kid. Not for no kid, definitely, man. Grown folks have enough. Imagine your problems. imagine your nephew. <laughs> I saw your post just last night. Oh, oh man, the little terror. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Imagine a couple years from now, just going from how innocent he is now to just that boy ain't innocent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, my mother-in-law and sister-in-law came down for the weekend, hanging out. Took them to the Green. Took them to Fairfield Mall. Hung out. Bought them some clothes. Well, they bought them some clothes. I ain't laughing nothing. Just smack them around a little bit. Do what do what an uncle's supposed to do. Right. But you know Twist what I'm saying? His ear a couple times. Yeah, I was watching him. We hanging out, man, and playing. And, you know, he walking now, trying to catch the ball and everything like that, man. He's a good little dude, man. It's, yeah. It's funny to, to think, like, man, sooner or later, I'm going to have to do this. And then sooner or later, I'm going to have to be with somebody. That small, and I have to be responsible for them and by let me, myself. And let me say this coming from a friend <laughs> that has kids, <laughs> and to all the other friends of yours that has kids, we can't wait <laughs> for people like you and others to have kids and go through some of the things that we went through at with our seven and eight-year-olds or, you know, like, just, I got a group of friends, man, and they constantly, we've been doing this Regardless of when I had kids or not, we've just been saying these type of things to each other forever. So it was like the running joke is if I had a daughter, hey, no matter what, keep her off the pole, nigga. Right. Like, like. so then so then, fast forward that to like last week, he's like, how's Camille doing? I'm like, she good, man. She, you know, being eight. He's like, man, we got to get ready to keep her off the pole, man. It's like, <laughs> like, yo, this is getting real now. Like, it's getting to be crunch time. Crunch like, time. <laughs> like, that statement is like, yo, that ain't too far away from <laughs> Nigga, that's our goal. That's, that's our mission now. <laughs> she gonna, you don't want her at plush. <laughs> right. So it's like, just just like having to go through that or see your friend that, that's been joking with you all that long about the things that y'all used to joke about. But then they start having kids. It's like. Oh, I can't wait for you to have that first 3 a.m. wake up and all she can do is cry. You don't know what's wrong with her. Oh, and you calling everybody under their son like, she won't stop crying, man. Um, like, like, Oh, I'll call. <laughs> like, hey, what does this mean? Right. <laughs> I can't wait for the call. I'm going to be laughing. Like, oh, man. Have like, a seat. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. And that's that's my biggest thing. Like, I my biggest thing is I always think he's faking. Mm-hmm. Like, look, man, you cannot po- – you. No wet diaper. Ain't no shit in there. Right. I just gave you some milk. Just gave you some water. That's everything underneath the sun that I could think of, <laughs> right. man, that you could possibly want to do. We didn't play. Now sit here and watch this Mickey Mouse, man, while I'm on this computer. And it's like, nah, dude. I want to play play. Yeah. I want to play with you. And I'm going to keep crying until you start tossing this ball back and forth with me. My friend just last week, he's planning for his wedding and his... Beyonce's sister was over with her kid, and he just bought this new, the four X T or four K TV. Like he, he like <laughs> five feet perimeter around this TV. No one's, <laughs> no one's remotely in that, allowed that close. So he's like literally just 
having a couple of drinks, but he's standing on a wall just for that reason to be like, hey, scoot up. You know, like, because there's people over there. So the little niece is playing with something and throw a ball and it hits the TV. Boom. And he just like, little girl, stop. He just turned it up real quick and everybody at the party kind of stopped. You know, like, and he the just, and he like, sit down. You know, he gave her that work. So then they are like, why are you being so mean? Like, they did, they having their own conversation and he just having that moment with the kid. But, he like, no, nah, I don't play that, man. Like, like, <laughs> like, I only gotta tell him one time. I'm like, okay, wait till you have some kids. Like, I promise you can't even say go poop in the toilet and they, and after one time they go do it. It's a process. I I promise you can't say go pick this up and they just go do it. Like, it, it's more than just I say it one time and it's law. Uh, like, I can't wait for the for these moments, man. I'm I just collect all these jabs. I just, <laughs> Just I keep, yeah, I just keep collecting them and I'm throwing them back. I can't wait. Oh, man. It's funny you brought up friends. This, uh, this was the biggest topic I really wanted to talk to you about, man. At what age or time in life does it become, does the phrase bros before hoes end? Because mm. I got a lot of homies. I mean, basically, everybody I know is married or has been married. Yeah. So we all went through the phase of, you know, he bites the dust, all right, he ain't he ain't kicking it no more. So it was a slow transition of you losing your crew. Right. You know, we used to go to the club eight deep, <laughs> right. seven deep, five right. deep, four deep. I'm out here by myself. Right. <laughs> right. So like, what age is that? Or is there an age on that? Man, I think I think it I think it's more so lined up with where you at in life? Cause I still got friends that still to this day treat the weekend like they treated the weekend at Miami of Ohio in Oxford. Woo. Like they be going in hammered at 30 plus years of age every weekend. And it's like, I sit back and almost like I wait for the Saturday morning and the Sunday morning group meetings where they mad about what happened the night before or they got into this problem with this guy. And it's like, Bro, are y'all tired of telling these stories yet? Like, we've been doing this for a decade plus now. I'm like, so it's just like, because that side of it is like, where you at in life, like, more so. Because bros before hoes to me has, like, a bunch of different, you know, levels. Mm-hmm. Like, it can mean bros before hoes, like, yo, don't don't leave me here, ride off with this chick, and I ain't got no ride home. <laughs> and like, like I need a ride home, and I'm hurt, you know? Like, like that type of meaning. Mm-hmm. Or, or it could also mean, like you say, with the... You know, relationships like when when is it to where it's like I still rocking with the fellas? We still want to watch football at one o'clock at Roosters. Like mm-hmm. like screw this shopping for the baby. Like I'm going <laughs> like that type of stuff too. So it's like to me, I make sure that I still keep a couple of those like quote unquote. We'll just use the funny term like hall pass. Like you know, I get a couple weekends where if I want to go to L. A. Or if I want to go to Atlanta, or if I want to go to Cleveland, or if I just want to kick it and, and just be out, you know, mm-hmm. like like no questions asked. Like now, with me being a DJ, I kind of get a little more leeway than most men <laughs> because the DJing thing, I can always be politicking, <laughs> I can always be working the craft, you know, I can always be rocking with another DJ to where it's like if I really want to just, just wiggle out, I can always use that, and it's like I'm nine years at doing this. We way past the where you going like right. like we we we, we th- that was six years ago I'm going like, to get this bag <laughs> right <laughs> two or three years ago that was that conversation would have to come up but once you get to a point where it's like yo we've been together this long this is what he do like so I I can use those as wild cards throughout the season as well so <laughs> so I still make sure I get a couple of those but but I'm not as pressed to have them as I was at 25 right. Know? Like, I don't want to go out and be hot and sweaty in the club and nowhere to sit, be uncomfortable, reaching for shots. Like, I'm not out to holler at 55 chicks waiting for that one to say, yeah. Like, <laughs> like we spent many a weekends where that was just the, the norm. You just hollered at every chick in the club until one of them thought you was cute. Somebody going to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in here now. <laughs> Let me in. Right, <laughs> man. Because, I mean, the, the fellas night out. Transition so much, mm-hmm. you know. Transition for myself from you know, what I'm saying we going to the club deep to all right now, fellas. Night out is a, all right, man. We gonna go to the bar, hang out, get some drinks at at the food. Yeah. To 
All right, Frickers afternoon. Yeah, right? Frickers <laughs> afternoon. Grab some lunch. All yeah. right, fellas, I'm going to get up with y'all next time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it transitions to that because niggas got shit to do. Exactly. Niggas got wives, children, coaching, jobs. Uh, part-time jobs, yeah. full-time jobs. School, whatever. Yeah, cats got <laughs> a lot on their plate. Mm-hmm. And it's just to think about when you in that, that early 20s, mid-20s, especially in that mid-20s range, where you got got a job, a couple dollars in your pocket now, yeah. so you ain't all scrounging up your money together to go kick it. Everybody got their own money, so you feel right. good. And then you meet that girl that fucks it all up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about. To, I was kind of about to go that route because me and me and my good friend Smoke, you know, Shaw Smoke. For those that don't know, artists out there, look him up. Got dope music. S H A S M O A K. Slight plug. But um, me and him talking you know, a lot, and we was talking a few weeks ago. It's like, and we were talking about just like getting it, and cause, cause we had a conversation pretty much what we're having now. Except I said, bro, how are you doing that in L.A.? Mm. Like we we live in a place to where it's that's easy to accomplish Monday through Friday. In L.A., every night there's something amazing to go to. Whether you like comedy, whether you like club, whether you like, you can sit there and get Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, you know, uh. Tone rock, you know, you can get that type of show just on a Tuesday walking in the comedy club. So it's like there's things to do in in LA every night. Right. That's amazing. So it's like we were just talking about how like you get to an age where you just get it. Like we used to wonder when we was first first going to LA messing with Tone and doing those weekends or those those birthday BT weekends, it was like why why isn't everybody like let's go and have the best time of our life tonight like it was a pack of them that was just on the cigars on the at the rental property just feeding the jacuzzi had had reasonable doubt banging out with the with the cognacs in the cups like it was just that type of night mm-hmm. so we we was like Psh, we gone to the club you know right. but then you get to an age where it's like that stuff don't matter as much and it's like this is what I worked hard for to have a night like this. Like, this is a good time now. This is what I'm out here grinding for to be able to kick back, blast these beat, this beat peel. Right. Be, get fucked up at the crib, you know, partake in whatever I choose to partake in mm-hmm. and, 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 and be cool. So it's like you just reach that point where it's like we can still kick it. I just I just don't be on that type of kicking it all the time. Like Black Tie Weekend, hell yeah. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's when we that's when we unbutton up and be like, oh, Advil on deck for the next week because it's about to get rough, you know. Like. Right, and that's what the thing for me was with black tie. I was so pumped about black tie, even though I wasn't able to partake in everything. <laughs> Boo that man! Boo that man! <laughs> Boo that man! Definitely, but uh, you know, obviously my wife she went to school with me too, so you know, see, it was her weekend too to come kick it. Yeah. We had a good time, and you know, last summer went to Miami, went out to the club and everything like that. So I'm a person that. Hey man, my wife's coming with me. Yeah, and it, it. I don't know when it dawned on me that hey man, unless it is a certified set in stone. Hey fellas, night out September 9th. You down? Sin and everybody being back. Nine times out of ten, she's gonna be with me. Yeah, and I don't mind it. And it wasn't never like a broadcast news that all right kev officially now brings his girl with him every single where he <laughs> right. goes it just kind of became one of those things like hey you want to go you you rolling and see I, I can't even front i'm just now getting like that bro really like just now like with <laughs> within the 2016 year Woo. like like i slowly to the like and I, it wasn't that i was it's weird man like some i think it's just something inside of you that is like if i still want to go out and and look at some ass and and talk about this girl's titties to her face, you know, have a drink and 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 just flirt with people a little bit and go home. Like, damn it, I want to be able to do that. But it's like then it's like for what? And then it's like when me and her do that, <laughs> like I can sit there and be like, damn, look at her ass, <laughs> and she'll look and be like, yeah, it's fat ass. And like that'd be the that'd be the gist of it. But for me, it's like I get that moment still. For her, right. it's like. There you go, like Kevin being Kevin, you know, like she's over it, she's, right? She's over it. So it's like you reach that you reach that point with somebody when you've been with them for, you know, we've been together ten years, you know, married, about to be eight, and it's like when you reach a certain point, it's like 
all the other stuff that people get in the fussing about and arguments about and couches about and separated and not like, man, it's way much deeper than that. Like, like we, we sharing, we sharing three kids. We got, you know, jobs that we, you know, that we trying to get up in and, and, and raise in retirements. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's way deep trying to get a house here soon. It's like, if you want to look at the ass, that's fine. I know I'm still riding shotgun on the way home. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's how, that's how it feels now. So it's like, but I've had the hardest time, like, even with my wife, like she went to Wright State. Mm-hmm. Yes, she spent 10 years in the Air Force and then went to Wright State, but she, she still graduated from Wright State. And a class of Wright State, she says she has friends there, you know, and it's like, that 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 boggles my mind because she's not from here. Right. She's from Flint. So it's like, she don't have no friends here, but a few military friends that stayed and got jobs. Excuse me. But she don't have too many friends that's like here. That and like this from, is your hometown. Yeah, and this is where I'm from. You know, this is, this is aside from the four years I was in the Army, this is where I've laid my hat you know so i know people from all parts of life you know a dude that i dab in the club could be a dude i met off this dj shit last week or could be the dude that we was in preschool together right you know and it's like that's how that's the range of people that you still see every day around here so it, 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 it's tough to see her like not tough but it's just it's it's a, it's been an adjustment for me to like She's in a she in a sorority. Mm-hmm. You know, she got friends around here now. So she she getting ready and like, yo, I'm about to go to taste with my and I'm like, Really? <laughs> I'm about to go out? I'm like, Step out of the scene. Like, like like I know I I know my eye my eye problem. I ain't been out like, like that's another thing too. I ain't really been out because of my eyes and driving like that, but I'm like, you about to about to step out? I'm like, oh, okay. Mental <laughs> note, you know, I'm messing with it. <laughs> so then, you know, that give me one when I wanna, you know, what you doing? Getting out of the shower, you know, shaving. What you doing? I'm about to step out. Like, where you going? You know, but we do that for 30 seconds and then it's over. <laughs> right. It don't last past that. It's just in our natures to be like, we got to put that fight up. But really, it's like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> you coming back. <laughs> like, my wife, she is, I won't say antisocial, but she don't fuck with a lot of people. Yeah. Like, she got her crew. And she loyal to her crew. Like for her to meet new people, that ain't her way. Like me, I that, hey that was like, you know how you grow up and had that dream? Like that was one of the things I needed to have out of, out of my girl. Really? And I've never had that. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always wanted that person that I know can like get somebody try to holler at her and she can give them that, that nasty look but still be classy. Like, nah, I'm cool. Right. And it don't have to be like nothing disrespectful, but it's like he just know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, she ain't on it. You know, like Niggas will put up a fight to the, to the, to the death. <laughs> yes, we to will. To the death. So it's like, I've always wanted that. Like, she can be social with you if introduced and you know, have a good time with you. But, like, if, you, if she don't know you, she ain't, like, smile-faced at you. Like, she's just kind of feeling everything out. Like, I've always wanted that out of a chicken. That is 100% Shayla. She <laughs> is just like, yo, uh, the whole meeting new people, like, Kanye got the song New Friends, that mm-hmm. should be her thing. Like, she don't. <laughs> Like, go out of her way to yeah. introduce herself. Like, bro, I bring her around all the time, introduce her to people that I meet, and they're like, hey, how you doing? And she's cordial and everything, right. all, everything you expect someone to be. But, like, she was the type of person that would say, I don't have a uh, room for new friends. Like, yeah. she would, that's <laughs> something she would say. And she says this to me all the time, like, when I'm uh, complaining about stuff, just like, oh, man, so and so want me to do this, so and so want me to do this. It's like, you act like you don't know the word no. Yeah. And like you stre- stretching yourself too thin. You trying to please everybody. Like, for what? <laughs> like, see, that's the. Uh, I I've always, need that. Yeah. I need that. I'm such a people's person that I like. Like, I enjoy. I went and played golf this past week at Miami Valley Country Club right there in Dayton. Mm-hmm. My, my cousin's a member there. Had They had like a member appreciation day. He invited me out. Hell yeah, I'm off work. <laughs> Let's go play on a really nice golf course, you know, a private. But you get that country club feel. Like they had like the golf balls out for you to practice. You don't have to go buy them. They were mm-hmm. just out there, hit as many as you want. You know, they had they had the clubhouse. You want a shot before you go? Here. Have a good round. You know, no tea times. Whenever you're ready, coast is clear. Let's go. So it's like those things was like dope to see people doing that, but also the the politicking and just Mm-hmm. Yeah, I work at the VA, but I'm I DJ too. You know, y'all need some. You know, oh, you did. You know, so it's like 
You never know never what, come, know. what comes from it. So I'll all over that this week. But it, it, it's 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 funny to to see people do that and like not want to be out and be a part of it. So it's like that's the people the, the, the talker in me and wanting to get to know you is like I want to know what you do. I want to know where your money comes from. How you here? Mm-hmm. You know, like and people that kind of more so like wait to be talked to per se or wait to be introduced or wait to be, you know, that they're not going to go chase that. Then it's like you might be sitting next to somebody that can change your life and you don't even know it. Absolutely. So that's man. that. That's the side of me that is like it's hard for me, me personally to be like, how are people like that? But it's like, I don't I don't knock you for being that way. And if pe- people can do it and not be rude and people can do it. And, you know, it's just a matter of. I don't feel like I have to be the one to get up and go say, "Hey, sir, how you doing?" I'm not, you know, it's like I'm not trying to sell you nothing. But, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, so I get it to some extent. But yeah, man, I know I grew up like when I was in school and stuff. I was like, especially like in middle school, man. Like I ain't talked to nobody outside of my <laughs> crew. Like I was like super shy. Like I didn't really speak to anybody. But it wasn't until like high school till I like really broke out of my shell to actually talk to people in my classes outside mm-hmm. of the two people I knew, you know, or, you know, the teacher call on you for an answer. You like, mm, you mumbling. They speak up, right. come to the front of the class. Like, <laughs> like I still like, we yeah. have meetings at work. I still hate <laughs> talking in front of people. Like I despise it. And you would think like, Oh man, you work at radio. You do this. You talk on a microphone every day. Yeah. But it's not the same. But when you stand in front of the concert crowd and yeah. got to do it, it's like, I still don't like doing that shit. Yeah. Like I still like I like I don't get it. Like it's just it's not me. But I love music so much, and I love what I do, and I like you know the one on one conversation with a person. Oh man, that's me all day. I like to get to know people. I like to learn about people and stuff like that. But the whole hey, we're all gonna stare at you. Yeah, tell Cause us he, something. Because I feel that too from another level because. That's the difference like for me with Killer Kev and just being Kevin, you know, and it's like people that know me knew I stuttered really bad growing up. I still stutter today, you know, and it's like, me too. like <laughs> I stuttered really like speech therapy from kindergarten oh, really? to sixth grade, like once a week. So to be able to like get up in front of people and talk like Kevin hates that. But Killer Kev, like, let's go. Mm. So I think that like it's like my own little Sasha Fierce, you know, like <laughs> like my own little thing that like lets me, you know, some of the things that I shied away from. Like, but I but before I was Killer Kev, I still had that side of me because I did like the show choir, you know, in high school where, you know, we singing in front of the school, you know, West Side Story or, or <laughs> Greece, you know, like we're doing like production shows and it's like having parts in that and singing. I'm not even no singer. I just like music, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like you just reach a point where it's like, this is me, man. Take it or leave it, you know. And it's like I grew on that, and then with the killer cat thing, it helped me all put it together. Like, cause people all the time at their weddings when we do all the talking. So now it's like cool, huh? it's whatever. Right. If you would ask Kevin to do that, it's like nah, man. I start sweating. <laughs> <laughs> like no, I don't want it, you know. So that's I get that. I get that not liking to talk, but talking be your job. <laughs> yeah, man. I you know boo that man. Speaking <laughs> of that guy, Reg, I. Had to do the best man speech, and I got notified like, eh, let's say about three hours to tell them. <laughs> no, maybe it was the night before. I was like, oh, I'm making a speech. Great, thanks. <laughs> and it was like, all right, what the hell I'm gonna say? What I do? Ah, I just went up there and winged it. I got my got my wrote my stuff down. Like, all right, make sure you touch on this topic, this topic, right. this topic. But you know, overall, it went well. But I still hate doing public speaking. Yeah. Not it's definitely not my bag. Man. I will say I took a, a public speaking class though, and that it really helped me. To be <laughs> honest, I took that class at good old ICB when I was going there. Yeah, I took public speaking at Wright State, and they put us in groups, which is very stupid, by the way. Wright State, I'm just saying it like that. <laughs> it was grouped out. Yeah, it was grouped <laughs> out, and um, I wrote it, and my partner said it, so I really yeah. basically fleeced my way out of getting out of doing yeah. that, and I got an XO. But every, every team needs that student. <laughs> Every team needs that student. When it, when you're struggling at a certain point, it's like, man, I know Kevin figure it out. <laughs> he get us through it. But 
he, he don't like talking, so we can do yeah, all the talking. That's like. basically what happened. We had me and my partner. We was meeting in the library. It was like, look, man, we gotta get through this. Like, and I'm like, yeah, like I hate speaking in public. Like it can be written down. I still hate it. Yeah. It's like, look, I don't mind. Write that shit. I said it. it don't matter. Write it. I'll memorize that shit. I was like, for real. <laughs> Now we talk. Ah, <laughs> right. Give me that. A. <laughs> I take it. Now the Olympics start on Friday. Mm-hmm. Opening ceremony. Mm-hmm. I have a couple gripes about the Olympics. Yeah, I do too. Oh, good, 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 good. My biggest problem with the Olympics, besides the whole Zika thing, you know, we smashed that Zika thing to death yeah. here on the pod. They're still talking about it. My biggest problem with the Olympics is. It's all about the money. And we have fake American pride about to start up in a big way. Oh, yeah. And I fell for it, too. I just bought some uh, old school Barclays <laughs> that got the Olympic colors, USA, USA. So I'm I'm a product of just falling <laughs> for the shit, too. But it's a lot of fake American pride about to happen for a bunch of sports that we don't watch. And what's crazy is this pride about to happen right over the top of what's been happening for the last six months to a year of just pure hatred to one another for real. Like people wanting to, wanting to hate each other so bad. That's going to be the cream on top of that hot chocolate. Right. And the the media is going to say, the news is going to put out the perception of look at this American pride. Why can't we have this 365 days a year? But for these two weeks, people are going to forget about all the shit that's going on. But shoot, something's going to happen mid September it's gonna bring us all right back to reality, mm-hmm. man. And, and and what's tough for me about it too is Brazil, like kind of there there's there's places in Rio in the, in the, in the area surrounding that are just poverty to no end. Mm-hmm. And it's like they'll spend all this money to get these you know downtown Dayton, quote unquote, like an area of the town, but Dayton as a whole is broke. You right. Know? So it imagine like. Everybody living below poverty, but downtown got what it got right now. You know, the stores opening, businesses bought, dating dragons. Like, you know, like, right. that's what it feels like for a lot of the locals. So that, that to me, always sucks to an extent because, like, yeah, you're bringing them jobs for three weeks, but what happens after three weeks? Like, Yeah, man, <laughs> they talk about how – I was reading an article about how the Olympics for that, that two weeks, two, three weeks – it's a big boom. Obviously, it's a big boom for the city. People coming in, spend money, everything like that. But the cities go broke. Like, they have pictures online of um, the last Winter Olympics. There's a tree growing in one of the, the uh, ski lodge things. Um, you look at Atlanta. The big thing about when the Olympics were in Atlanta, was it like 96? Yep. Um, Clark Atlanta and uh, Georgia State. The Olympic Village, those are now dorms for those schools. So it's great. You look at L.A., they got the L.A. Coliseum, you know what I'm saying? You get mm-hmm. those stuff like that. But that's the United States where the population is massive. Exactly. And But you go to countries and cities like Rio, like, yo, it's fucked up there. Like, yeah, oh, man, we on the beach. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's on the beach. Mm-hmm. You go into the real city, you're going to see... You gonna talk about trap or die? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the real trap and, and, over there. And, they over there stealing kidneys, bro. And that's how Iraq was to me, man. It was like driving from Kuwait to Iraq, twenty four hour drive for twenty three and twenty three hours of that drive. It's like driving through the desert and just literally houses made of like sticks and leaves and bare like minimum like one good cough and this is over. <laughs> Like that's how that's how these things laugh, look. No, yeah, no, serious. and that's yeah. It's like you laugh and it's like Jesus, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, but then you get into Baghdad and it was highways, like you know. Now they had the highway system throughout all that, but it was it was highways. It was an airport. It was, you know, it, it was a city. You mm-hmm. know, like we my unit that I was in stayed in a palace. He had three palaces around the Baghdad airport. Um. If I remember correctly, ours we we were the closest palace to the airport, um, and that was used as like a guest palace for when you flew in guests to stay there. Now this thing was massive. Like when I say palace, I'm I'm talking like 
about four or five Walmarts Damn. put together and with with the 10-foot brick wall built around it with houses like you would see in your neighborhood. So you would have 60, 70 houses around this one big palace. But to have all that up there and nothing in the rest of the country. For the people. Yeah, it was like, wow. You know, it was tough to see that. So. I mean, that's crazy because when you think about the Olympics and what it's supposed to represent, you know, it isn't that anymore. You know, it's dudes that's lining their pockets. And look and at Russia, pe- man. They, yeah. <laughs> they, like, the people ain't even doing it for what it was for. Like, right. It's such a, you know, for some for some countries, like, this is like life or death for them. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have nothing else to do. Yeah, I mean, think about it. I think on, on Friday when they do the opening ceremony, they introduce every country. It's going to be countries there with one and two athletes. Yeah. And then here we come to Big Bad U.S. <laughs> right. We deep out here. Like, but for what, though? Right. Like, I'm not sure if the Olympics is truly needed anymore. I mean, like I said before, like. No one's united. Yeah. I watched <laughs> what the, the basketball <laughs> and the track and field. Exactly. And Maybe I watched I the watch swimming. swimming. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got to see what Phelps going to yeah, do. Yeah, see what he going to do. <laughs> but if it wasn't for Phelps, I wouldn't watch it. Right. And you know it's, like, I mean? it's like golf with Tiger to me. It's like most people, and like me, I watch golf every day of my life. But for a lot of people, my stepdad, yesterday I'm over there running run the house, turn on golf because I want to see what they was doing. I got money on DraftKings <laughs> and I'm trying to see where it's at. So I'm looking, it's raining all day in, in Jersey, so it rained out. He like, Tiger's still playing? I'm like, bruh. Like, man, you that far behind? Like, you ain't watched golf since Tiger was playing. This, but We're knocking on two years almost. A year, a strong year and some change. You He's know, done. It's like, yeah, it's... Tiger might Tiger might come back like Jordan four or five, and I don't want to see it <laughs> with the wheels. Yeah, I don't want to see it. So, but just to see how you know, like from a golf standpoint, like you were saying, people, you know, just even people from countries like this, gonna be two or three guys that's playing golf. You know, mm-hmm. so for some of them, like they're excited to be able to go be around Dirk and go see, right. you know, go see some people that they more or less don't get to you know partake with all the time. But the Olympics in general, like, no one's trying to make the world a better place right now. <laughs> right. So they're just it's trying like, to line their pockets, Yeah, man. so it's like. And then how much the whole city pays to be a part of the Olympics. Damn. You they just, on their, people, people don't want to be on their right state shit and back out. <laughs> you got to be on your right state and be like, nah, we can't do this, bro. <laughs> man, I'm glad you brought that up. Shoot, we, we didn't even touch on that last week, man. How'd you feel about that? For people that may not know, uh, Wright State was supposed to hold the first presidential debate at the Nutter Center. Um, they end up canceling because shit cost too damn much. Yeah. President flat out came out and said, hey, man, we budgeted for $4 million. Had that set aside. Security and everything, it was going to reach over $8 million. So we pulled the plug. Basically said, hey, man, we a learning institution. I'm not about to have the school go bankrupt right. for one event. A historic event with a woman running for president and Donald Trump and everything in there, but they pulled the plug. Yeah. Say, y'all, I, y'all keep it pushing, pimp. I, I clapped my hands to that because, cause like, you know, I was reading basically that, but I read something on the lines, too, of, like, where he didn't want to, like, put a hindrance on the donors, you know, mm-hmm. and people that's, you know, if, I, if, if me as a corporation, you know, I want to donate a million dollars to my college or whatever, or, or a school that, you know, that I like to help, and it's like, I do that every year, and I just sent that off on in April, <laughs> and you want me to give you two and a half? Like, you know, I, I didn't like y'all all like that. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of those emotions, I'm sure, kick in for people. So it's like you don't want to lose your donor altogether. Where he be like, you know what? I'm just done with it. I gave y'all thirty million over the last twenty years of my life. See ya. Right, and also in that report, um, he cited a lack of support. Not only for people that may not know, right state. Lays in two counties, mm-hmm. in Greene County and Montgomery County. Said there was lack of support from Greene County, lack of support from Montgomery County, and lack of support from the state. They're all talking about financial uh, support. So when you think about it, like, man, if we can't even get people to support the presidential debate, you know, to come to the Nutter Center for counties, a county as important as Montgomery County is to both presidential candidates. Right. It's uh it's alarming to be like, 
yo, we shouldn't do this. And, and I commend them too. Yeah. Because especially coming off uh the attendance for the Republican convention. Yeah. The the attendance was down for that. And he said, you know what, dude, this is not gonna bring as much money as y'all think it is. Right. Pe- I'm out. People gonna get some hotels. Yes, you lost some hotels for the night. You lost some, you know, some flights in, some some cabs, and you know, you you did it, it was a chunk of money lost. But the money spent mm-hmm. like, yeah, like the amount of security that was going to be needed extra, you know, the amount of just, and, and you would think like, that's what the whole topic of, of knowing who you put in office, mm-hmm. like ha- has a County Montgomery or green or has a state. You will want to be like, look, we're going to have thousands of people staying in our hotels, eating at our restaurants, buying our gas, going to our Walmarts. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you will want to, have a sprinkle in that conversation to be like, yo, I want to be a part. Right. What What can we do as a county? To get these people in here. Let's so like, bring them town. Let's get them at uh, if the green. Was, if people was really on it, like, like they say they are, then these topics would. Now, I'm not saying we don't know. They might not have, they might have had this conversation and, and decided that it wasn't smart for them to get involved. Who knows? I don't want to. I'll try to look at the coin both sides. But mm-hmm. it's hard when you only get presented one side. Right. So I commend them, man. Another yeah. person I commend, Biebs. <laughs> Biebs turned down $5 million to perform at the Republican National Convention. DJ Killer Kev. Mm. <laughs> the man himself, Donald Trump, calls you up on the celly. Hey, man, I want you to spin at the Republican Convention Long for $5 million. Long as it ain't Sunday at one player. Man, hell. Yeah. <laughs> with clothes or without? <laughs> That's my question. I'm there. <laughs> you in there on the ones and twos? Man, pour some sugar on me. It's going to be blasted through the speakers. <laughs> I'm there. I, I'm sorry. I'm there. <laughs> Want me to wear red? I wear red. I'm there. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> I'm there. Hey, I'm five, in that bitch too. Five mil, <laughs> man. Beebs must be must be rich as hell. Man, he ain't even from this country, and he wanted him up there. That's what I'm saying. Like this should have meant nothing to you at the end of the day. Man, that's crazy. Man, turned down five million dollars. Man, I salute. He better him have that. been making like ten that day. He better have not just been at the pool smoking. Listening to music, watching Sports Center, like he better have been doing something <laughs> to say that no. <laughs> Jesus. Quick question for you, since we on Trump and the whole Republican National Convention. Is it wrong for me to think every person that's voting for Donald Trump is a racist? No, it's not. And I say that because there's just certain things you can support an individual for what they, you know, say they're going to do. But there has to come a point where the recklessness, the like, like how he's handling it, Mm -hmm. like, you know, that's, that's wrong. So if within you, you know what he did or said was wrong, but you're still rocking with him. You like, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. Right. It doesn't that that whatever whatever class of people he just you know denounced again for the umpteenth <laughs> time like I'm not them. Absolutely, I look at it like this. Um, I was a big Bernie Sanders supporter, and you know obviously he didn't win because of super delegates or whatever the case may be. Hillary's the candidate. I'm going to be voting for Hillary, but. For any p- person that was on the fence, I tell them to go ahead and YouTube what Ted Cruz said. Not the whole part about, you know, hey, man, what y'all expect, dog? He, he fronted on my daddy and my wife. Not that part. Go back to the part where he says, vote with your conscience. I mean, it says it all right there, dude. Come on, man. Listen yeah. to what this clown is saying, yeah. bro. Listen to what he's saying, man. He never, ever speaks about policy. Never talks about a plan. Yet. He just talks about how big and bad he is and I've, how much money he's made over his career. See, one question about Trump, though, 
that I got for or Trump supporters, I would say. Trump has had numerous failures mm-hmm. in this business world. Yes, it, it, it takes money to make money, and he's definitely made a lot of money. 100%. But he's had a lot of failures. And had but, a good head start. Yes. And with all these failures, what's the one thing that survived? Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So I look at it like if he is about to be the president of the United States and just so happens to fail at it, he has enough money himself will not, he will still survive no matter what he has, wherever he has to move to or live to be safe and have the things he wants. He has the means to do so. Mm-hmm. There's a very small percentage of the you know, 1% of America that can, you know, just up and leave forever. You know, like, so a lot of people gonna, could, could, could lose, but Trump will win. So it's like knowing all that about Trump, like how do you support something like that where at the end of the day he ain't going to lose? So he can say and be whatever he want to be <laughs> because he he ain't going to lose himself. It really, it really takes a look at our country to think about the person that he is and the type of offensive things that he says. And then he jumps on the Republican ticket, which if I was a Republican, I would be offended. Like, yo, these, these, what you're saying aren't the morals of a quote unquote traditional Republican dude. You're just saying this shit Mm -hmm. because he's had numerous wives. He's got all these broads, broads in Atlanta, all that shit. And these aren't the quote unquote, morals of a republican but he's just saying it because hey man he just he just wants to be the president right i'm I'm such an early bird i always catch a cnn in the morning while i'm waiting on sports center commercials or you know whatever and i caught them one one morning this past week talking about all the things that he's done you know i can't even remember all of them there's so many of the just negative things he had to say about stuff they were they were saying they almost wonder did he think that he couldn't be president, and now that he can, he don't want it. So he's trying to do anything he can just to like, <laughs> like get like. But you can't really remove this ticket. Like, like he he resigns from it. But then what happens? They just gonna throw someone else in it. I have no idea. Like what can will like I don't think he can. Like your name gonna still be on there. Yeah. Or you just stop running? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I think he's just trying to like. You would hope. <laughs> that that's his last playing card because he's like it's to the point like how would you even want to be president with all this hate you've been throwing around uh, you think you, you think Obama had that bullet on his head during the parade in 08 bruh like you come on man like <laughs> people are gonna be ridiculous out there and it's like that's what they want almost they want us to eat each other alive you know right and I mean you look at Kasich governor of Ohio he ain't backing me either now, I can't say that I agree with everything that Kasich says, but, you know, Kasich and Cruz, at least, at the very least, they're talking about policy. Yeah. And they're talking about changes they would make. May not be the changes that I want to make, right. but they're talking about, all right, this is my plan and this is what I want to do, and this is what will happen as a result of my plan. Exactly. If you agree with that, go for it. Vote for who you want. You ain't get nothing like that from Trump. Yeah, you're not getting that from him. You're getting rhetoric about... I'm big. I've succeeded in the past and I'll succeed again. We're the United States of America. No one should mess with us. Basically trying to be the bully on the block. Mm-hmm. And as everybody knows, bully on the block, nine times out of ten, somebody comes and says, enough of this shit, bruh. I ain't going to take it and not to bully the fuck out. Exactly. And what do you think is going to happen to us? You think these countries are just going to, you know, all these other countries hate us anyway. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, oh. I hate talking about this shit, <laughs> man. Because this, it's, it, the logic thinker like doesn't it, it, how like how are you putting us in this predicament to where like anybody only want to travel abroad? Like it's gonna get so deep, it's gonna get so muddy. You know what I'm saying? It's like like how can someone support this? Like how can how can you say Trump has said numerous times? He's going to help the veterans. Mm-hmm. I'm a veteran. I strongly hope he does. Because if you're 100% disabled veteran right now, you probably bring home $25,000 a year. That's no arms, no legs. 
you getting the check every month for twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. No, three thousand, whatever it is. But you living in poverty has a hundred percent disabled, you know, so it's like you can be a hundred percent disabled and you don't have nothing. Right. Like you homeless. Right. So it's like on that side of it, please help that. That mm-hmm. needs to be fixed. But then it's like everything else he's saying, like, leave it, don't touch it. <laughs> leave it at leave it where it's at. We'll figure something out. Like, it's at a point now where it's like, I don't want you to be a part of it to fix it because everything else you're going to fuck up is like, like it's going to be worse. Like, who cares if I have $7,000 a month now instead of two? Like, I can't go nowhere. I'll be dead. Right. You know, and it's like, man, it's tough. It's very tough, man. And that's that's what my biggest thing about it. Um, You know, when we get closer and closer to the election, they're going to have those panels where they have all... Oh, a round table of undecided voters. I can't even fathom that right now. Like I can understand people not voting or voting for the third person that's on the ticket or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, how can't you have your mind made up? Like, I don't understand. Like, you know, that's why these debates are going to be so important because we're going to see how he comes off. Cause we already know he he ain't going to have no policy still. Probably not, but we all know <laughs> that Hillary is gonna know her facts. Yeah, we know this from the jump. I mean, this, that's what she does. She spews numbers. She knows her shit. She may not be good at checking and deleting emails, right. but <laughs> she knows her shit. So she's gonna have answers to questions. What is he gonna say? Oh, you, you you messed it up. Yeah, that's that's what he. These that was an answer he said. To a question when he was at the Republican debate talking to Cruz, like, no, you guys messed that up. And Cruz said, how? It's like, you just did. Like, what? That's not an answer, yo. <laughs> and the person that's about to ha- that, that you want to have the nuclear codes. Oh, man. Is, is this guy. This, that the, guy. The guy that says, Russia, can you get these emails from Hillary, please? <laughs> and the Democrat committee gets hacked the next day. You can't make this shit up, bro. Man, I'm telling you, this stuff is beyond, like, like it's really awesome. I'm about to start ordering some MREs and put it in the, put it in the garage, man. Like, <laughs> it's about to get real out here. Yeah, it's definitely real out man. here, man. Definitely real out here, man. But uh, musically, a lot of new music has dropped over the last couple weeks, man. What yeah. you banging lately? Man, I'm, I, I, I like the Khaled. I haven't heard it yet. I suck. I'm trash. I know. I'm listening. I listen to. Well, I've been off work. You know. I ain't been. I ain't nothing but time. <laughs> I'm definitely digging that schoolboy Q. Yes, sir. Definitely digging that. Uh, what else am I listening to? Heavy. Uh, oh, Laguchi. I haven't listened to that either. I'm listening to 75 percent of that. I'm listening to. Um, Gucci for me puts me in that like club cream space for me. So it's like <laughs> that go ahead and. Uh, Bet the that's her. I mean, I'm not, um, in the club trying to find me a bad, no, all that. Oh, yeah. So, so like, he got some bangers like that on there. He got, he got some nice, you know, some nice. He got a couple on there that I like. The uh, pussy print. That's Matter a dope fact, one to check out. I'm about to go ahead and download no that Cali right now, cause I actually was a uh, texting with my homeboy about the Cali. He's like, man, this shit got some smokers on it. I'm, I've heard that song with uh Nikki, Chris Brown, and somebody else. That shit's bang. That's yeah, a, definitely. I've in. seen mixed reviews. Some people ain't, ain't digging the the Khaled. Some people, really? Some people aren't. I don't know if it was what they were looking for from it, but they just not not digging the collabs, I guess, or whatever mm. whatever the case may be. Um, I'm a Khaled fan. Khaled always Khaled always has, has a song for me to play New Year's Eve. <laughs> you know, so. Khaled, Khaled always comes with a couple that, that, you know, no matter what event you're doing, you find yourself playing a Khaled track. You know, weddings, graduations, clubs. So, From a DJ's perspective, what do you think of Khaled? Man, he, he, I think he's definitely, you know, he came from radio, to my understanding. Mm-hmm. But he, DJ-wise, like, he's definitely, like, Put us like kept us with them. You know, if you, you want to say like he supports the DJs. You know, like if you if you really reach out to like I I got a friend of mine that's 
lives in Miami, and I talked to him about the stuff. I met him through, you know, going to L.A. And he like, yo, Khaled, I really come come rock with you. Like, Khaled, I really chop it up with you. And, you know, if, if you're a DJ out here doing it, Khaled, when he in the club, he'll come speak to you and come, you know, like, make sure you got the music. Like, he 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 grinds. Dope. So from, from a grinding standpoint, like, he, that's the hardest thing for me is to just be like, I'm about to just go out here all day and push this. Like, man. <laughs> it's the internet's for it, you know, but he... <laughs> He still he still put that leg work in, so you know I I respect him and he what nine albums now I think he said so it's like you got nine albums man it's like yo people can't deny his work ethic and then to see where Khaled is on like Snapchat now like <laughs> he he done, he doesn't rose into like I saw a funny you know I, I sometimes like my childish pleasure would be like to read the comments on like World Star mm-hmm. so you know it was a Khaled post and I happened to read. And somebody said something like, yo, is this sad to say that I'm following Khaled right now more than I am Jesus Christ? <laughs> like Khaled means, like Khaled, I'm listening to Khaled for my daily nutrition. That motivation, yeah. man. Like he's out there rubbing flowers and and, and, and watering watering the lion and, and, you know, just out living life. And it's like people are really like following this man. <laughs> he has a following right Not now. Not only do I respect him and I respect his grind, but... It's a simple fact that he's taking advantage of the opportunity. The way society is now with social media and look at me attitude, he's taking that, but he's also coming with the music. Yeah. And I'll always say, it comes back to the make dope shit, be dope. Mm-hmm. And because we all know Khaled ain't book smart. Right. We can tell. <laughs> you would not want Khaled to out no application for you. Like, you would not want that. But you still respect Khaled for the grind he got because of his, you know, work ethic, his his business savvy, how dope he is. Like, he understands the street side of it, I guess, the music side of it more than he does that, that, that book and pen and paper. Because, I mean, the purpose, I mean, like you said, for a DJ is to break a record, make a hot record. Get the record to the people. And I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to front like, oh, man, I've got all nine Khaled albums. But this one right here, I just bought it on my phone because I've heard five songs off of it. Yeah. I mean, shoot, if you heard five songs of an album and you like all five, you might as well go ahead and buy it. Exactly. So I'm there. I was supporting the man off that. Like, yo, this dude got five smokers. What else is on the album? Right. So I respect that. Yeah. And just to think about a DJ dropping nine albums for whatever he does if it's because i mean he's not making the beats that i'm aware of mm. is he just putting the collection in just or he just, he just connecting being, the dots like no you should be on a song with so-and-so you should yeah, be on just, a song with this person make this be in the office of coordinator yeah that's a great he just be in the office of coordinator and like getting it off though <laughs> it's like how can you knock the man like whether you a street dude whether you Top forty, whatever you like to listen to, Khaled is in is in your playlist, and it's like, how can you not respect the man that's constantly got a, a summer classic? <laughs> like you, every year it's like, what Khaled gonna put out? You know, summer right. something we gonna get tired of. You you get tired of them because of just how hard they get spun. But let me play it three years from now at New Year's. You know, yeah. oh, you know, like. Like I still right now, I, cause I have a I have a New Year's track that I play. It's all I do is win, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody hands go up, and this Fat Man scoop Happy New, you know. So it's like I play that usually around New Year's. Mm-hmm. But it's like still everybody got their hands up. Put them up, put them up, put yeah, them up, put them yeah. up, put them up. Uh, 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 you know, like people having a ball to it, and it's like. But aside from that, we all hate hearing that song, <laughs> right? But it's like there's just a time and space for it to where it's like. Khaled still make hits, though. Make them hits. Make them <laughs> hits and be dope. That's what the whole thing is about. And when you look at this album, man, like, he's got Jay-Z on there. Not only got Jay-Z on there. Did you hear that story? Future. No. I, I read an article just this past week. Again, I had a lot of time off. <laughs> Khaled was trying to get Jay-Z on the verse for so long that this man done went and bought a condo in New York for a year, paid for it for a year, just so he could be close to Jay to when he, you know, he 
constantly trying to get him on it. When he finally said yes, and there ain't no delay. Come on, right now, let's go. You know, it's like wow. he bought a condo for a year and was back and forth staying in New York just to wait for Jay to be like, like to show that he was really wanting this verse and how bad it, how much it meant to him. He was like, I'm gonna be here when you're ready. You know, like just come but constantly at his door. You know, still still just working the working working the record. Like yo, you, you need to get on this on this track. I'm telling you, like he just kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. So. But to hear that story, it's like man. Like how how do you not support the dude? Shoot that now that that trumps everything he done on Snapchat for me. Yeah, <laughs> the amount of I always talk about investing in yourself and you know believing in yourself, chasing your dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you bought a fucking condo and, in New and York. You gotta think, and Cal- you know it ain't no piece of shit condo, right? And, and, and Cali don't fly. So, I so, do remember hearing so, that. So you know Cali ain't spending the the twenty five. K on the PJ, you know he ain't. Cali got the charter bus with the driver making twelve dollars an hour, you know. Like Cali, that's, that's a is, long trip up seventy five. I don't see how he does it, man. Like he be up in, ninety, whatever they take to get to New York. Constant road, like sheesh. <laughs> I know the. I mean, he ain't he ain't uncomfortable, you know. He got right. the, the nice big RV with the you know with the space and and all that jazz, but just to be like, like. I ain't drove like that's probably why he get on snap when he get home and he just be flying through the jet skis and and out riding around like he missed that part of it because he just always on the road. Ooh, man, DJ motherfucking Khaled, man, can't make this shit up, man. Bless fucking, up, fucking DJ out here <laughs> dropping nine albums. Rappers don't even drop nine albums. Think about that shit. Not even five. <laughs> shit is Jay Z even on number nine? Shit, I can't even remember. That's a lot of damn music, dog. I think he is on nine. Yeah, he's on nine. Yeah. But damn. Damn you, Khaled. <laughs> right. Shit. Well, there it is, man. Khaled just got me in a mood. <laughs> Talk about trying to grind. It's time to it's time to grind then. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me know how many hoes got on deck, man. You got you got reasonable doubt. Right. Got uh, reasonable doubt. Then you got uh Dynasty, Dynasty, uh, Volume One, Volume right, Two, right? Uh, Black Album, Blueprint, Blueprint, Blueprint Two, uh, but shit, The Kingdom Come, Kingdom Come, which was trash, by the way. Sorry, very. Uh, why, why, uh, Blueprint Three, ah, yes, yeah, Blueprint Three, and it's one more. It's the uh, American Gangster. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Hove out here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Can't make this up. <laughs> but think about it. Hove dropped the first joint in '96. This guy who just started making albums, like in yeah, 20 years to eight. Salute. Now he probably more than eight. He might have. He might have ten on him. Salute to Khaled, man. Yeah. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Salute to Bars and Beyond. DeMarco always holding us down. Yeah, shout to the homie Shaw Smoke, man. Go follow that man. Good music. Got a lot of things coming up, man. At Shaw Smoke. S-H-A-S-M-O-A-K. Yeah, and you can always get us on uh, iTunes. Oh, yeah. But a quick a quick PSA, too. People was asking me what happened with the SoundCloud, you know, so... It should all upload at once to yeah, everything. Yeah, it's still bumping on the cloud. So, We're still on so, the cloud. Yeah, we on the iTunes, the cloud, so you can find us now. So Yeah, we out here. We're yeah. doing big things. It's go time. <laughs> Absolutely. We out. Yeah, yeah.